We all. I know it's been a while. But let's admit, it's like we never left. Let's go. Uh, hate ain't worth a dollar and a line worth a cent. So who you working for? Who you represent? Hate ain't worth a dollar and a line worth a cent. So who you working for? Who you represent? What if what you believe don't agree with what you perceive on a beach with bikinis, butt shots, and lust having trust is a reach like Abdul Kareem? Life on your heels, a pair of little patines, little batons, make good fuel for things. Project living, government assistance, knife on your sheath, won't cut through the cheese. Make the blaze trails and cut through the leaves. Stuck to my dreams like fuck you beneath. Missionary, it's a scary leap. Prison carry many berry seeds. Mother Mary, son, that made a visionary. Out of kid could barely see feet. Passes blocking, out of stock is bound to stock and put through the pun family tree. Preach. I keep some drink too, too. They rollin' leaf and slur they sentences. That shit be dank too. But what's the price we pay for common sense? What's the price we pay for common sense? Or that grain we go against? What's the price we pay for common sense? What's the price we pay for common sense? Ain't coming, ain't coming. What's wrong? Fuck with humans. Swear, all I need is me, some tree, and you know. And I know a small dose is a poison, but I swear if I listen to people, I wouldn't have peace. These niggas sound like the fans, still there's a price on my head for playing my position. Half of my heart been misled, the other half your direction, but I halfway listen. Don't worry me faithfully, but lately I hate to see the patience to be taking me to sit still. Would it kill me if I was with? Apologize, spoke too soon. Arrows aiming at an open wound. Arrows aiming at an open wound. December rain in the heart of June. I still got weed for all my visitors. I got some drink too. We rolling, leaving, slurring sentences. That should be dang What's the price we pay for common sense? What's the price we pay for common sense? Or that grain we go against? What's the price we pay for common sense? What's the price we pay? Hey. I know y'all niggas ain't forgot. I know that you ain't forget. Bruh, what's the price we pay for common sense? Niggas ain't paying that price. They need to be paying that price. Good God. Good God almighty. They don't even want common sense. They're like, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm, and that's why it ain't so common. You feel me? Shout out to Smoke. Shout out to Sarah. Yo, yo beautiful song. I was listening to it like, why am I not hearing more of this when I watch TV is the background music? Like, it was they was ripping that shit, bro. Different missions. I know TV rap be like, yeah, man, I got my balls and my bitches, and I'm itching. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be like, okay, this little crabby patty looking motherfucker. <laughs> These weenie hut juniors out here, bro. I'd be like, they literally find people who can't rap and then give them like soundtracks on tv series now i'm like stop that you know it's interesting it kind of plays into the kind of biodome that they've been trying to create it's all fabricated i mean think about the creative process about the show itself the writers have an aim and a goal the producers do as well and those goals don't always align and they're trying to make one show that tells one kind of message or narrative for a specific group of people these aren't one-size-fits-all endeavors either. They do want to get as many people as they possibly can to consume their content, but at the same time, they do a lot of, they spend millions of dollars on research and development as well on the production side to figure out who their people are. Mm-hmm. And then I'm they create shows. School. I'm like, I'm like Jeepers Creepers with it. Make this song fit the mood, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how it used to be. But now they're placements. They even changed the language. You know, like mm-hmm. it's a placement. It's a placement for a reason. It's placed. It's construed and then it's placed. 
So you have to find the kind of, you know, juggernaut. <laughs> doesn't have to be talented. Doesn't have to be gifted. They just have to serve the purpose. And so you have right. artists and then you have instruments of destruction that are, they're a smaller part of implementation. And one you thing know. serves as a thing that pushes another thing. You see what I'm saying? More of a cog, mm -hmm. more like just engine grease, just lubricant. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's, it's the lowest base. I remember when mm -hmm. McDonald's rap was like the weakest rap around, right? It was like the little hip-hop guys that was rapping about them cheeseburgers. You wouldn't, you're wouldn't, you not going to see them making a music video anytime soon, right? Mm-hmm. Now we got rappers that's rapping worse than the McDonald's guys. Like, give them an album at this point. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, and granted, look, I'm just talking about some of the TV rap that I've heard more recently. There's obviously a lot of incredible rappers, um, especially on the local underground day-to-day -day scene. You know, you just got to know who they are. You know? And you and me, and you know I'm a curator. There's not a moment, like, there's not a thing that I don't share with you that you're like, okay. Yeah, this. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, for the listeners who don't know, y'all can be paying Toronto money to just get have him build you a playlist. Like 90% of my Apple music literally is Toronto's recommendations. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely appreciate the uh the music support. Basically, since we were like 17, 18 years old, you've been putting me on on good music. Coming out of Cincinnati too. You know what I'm saying? Representing the Midwest. Our entire lives. And uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen around the world, I'm telling you, Travanti, Waller, dollar sign at the front, dollar sign at the back. That is my fucking cash app. Should you desire a curated, well-crafted, artisanal, musical, sonic space of a playlist, dollar sign right. Travanti, T-R-A-V-A-N-T-I-W-A-L-L-E-R, dollar sign you know how the cash app thing rolls you uh let me know pick your price yeah and you'll get yeah, your uh, like that's you said name it. your price too isn't that such a lovely offer it's like that whatever you want I'll, I'll, I'll build something for you that's just like because you know you're a genius at work it's pretty much like if somebody wanted like a picasso painting it's like yo just yeah and he's like name your price it's like are you serious i'm telling y'all and i'm not even this nigga didn't even pay me for this but if y'all want to just be able to sit back for like eight to ten hours in space, have Toronto send you a playlist. It's that simple, bro. He'll have you in the best mood probably in your entire life without actually being high or taking any mind-altering substances. He can do that with sound. It's kind of incredible. That's been his gift for a long fucking time. And I can tell you because, you know, I'm seven points from crazy, so he always used the music to bring me back down to normal. And look, I know who the audience is. Y'all like four or five points from crazy, so... Y'all need it too, you know. <laughs> and this is an introductory offer, so please take advantage because I will get expensive someday. Very. Right. Get him why he in cheap host status. You, you know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you know, I had my $2 whole stage, you know what I'm saying, my phases, and then I moved up to like 200 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're moving on up. I'm telling you. Hey, but... You know what? Tell the man, Trevante, we got a lot of things in the in the in the iron and the fire right now, bro. You wanna you wanna share any of the any of the cookies we cutting up right now, bro? Like what's up? I don't wanna just throw it out there because I know you be real, you know, John Cudo about your shit and stuff. You be hella quiet and incognito and shit, but what's up, man? You know what I'm saying? Are we uh are we talking about apparel? That's what I was thinking. That's bro. one like, of the plates that we're twirling. And you yeah, guys yeah. know, those who are initiated a listenership around the world, you do know it's nothing but infinite quotables. And we haven't even begun to cook yet. Oh, y'all have no idea. I yeah, mean, y'all know. But yeah, I mean, have they have some ideas. And this is the idea that we're discussing at this moment. Uh, here soon, in 2022... All of the crazy quotables that you've heard come out of our mouths, you will be able to purchase on your own hoodie or t-shirt for a nice fee off of both of our websites. And we welcome you to purchase I Mean Podcast t-shirts and the Jazzy Comedy Show t-shirts and hoodies and just rock them everywhere. 
when you fucking your partner, when you fucking your business partner, you know, I would love for people to like smash on their business partner and then be like, Jazzy Comedy Show, bitch, and then walk out the room. That shit would be great. <laughs> so we'll have some of those um, that'll, you know, have the logo of the Jazzy Comedy Show or um, my logo. Not sure what mine's going to end up looking like yet, but it might be pretty simple. Um, it's going to be great material because you got to be cozy and comfortable in these things. But it's going to be mad quotes on there too. So, and that's, and you know, you know, and that's the fun part really. Um, They're like Bible scriptures for the 21st century. They're essentially that. Essentially your scriptures. Living, motivated, and free. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Bible says the truth shall set you free. Ours might be like the truth shall set you free. Motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? We just gonna hey, if it was the, <laughs> hey, if it was the Salem witch trials, if the truth shall uh, set you on fire, so you were damned if you did, damned if you didn't. Yo, okay, since so you brought it up, wasn't that okay? People talk about like sexism and patriarchy and stuff. I don't think no women in history experienced the patriarchy like them witch bitches experienced the patriarchy. They had shit like. If you're a witch, we're going to put your head in water. And if you are a witch, you'll be able to survive. And if you're not a witch, well, we're sorry. But you're dead because we just drowned you in a bucket of fucking water. I'm like, if you was a woman back then, you would just be like, let's just kill all the men and keep it moving, bro. They think we witches anyway. Fuck it. Like, that would be the logical conclusion. I'm just like. They labeled them heretics. When the people doing the perceiving were the people on the drugs, because there was a certain thing going around. I can't remember if it was a, a toxic kind of mold or a crop that they were consuming that mm-hmm. that would lead to an illness that would cause them to perceive things improperly and see things that weren't there, you know, on some psilocybin type shit. And uh, hallucinating. Yeah, like hallucinating and whatnot. And then these just poor, regular, ordinary ass people were considered and classified as heretics or also conversely, the people who were just sick, just ill, not feeling so well today on a Tuesday, they were classified as a heretic (laughs) and then they were dumped in more than a bucket, JC, a lake. Right. 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 Anything, any body of water. And if they died, Oh, See, witches can't die, so I guess that... Okay, so I'm sorry. She, she must have been a human. She yeah, must... Sorry, she, sorry. Damn, she must have been a person. Needed air. So, sorry about that. Didn't, ne- didn't mean to do that. Needed air and everything. Damn. Damn. So, so unfortunate. We're we're sorry. That shit's bananas. Like, what? for real. It's so bananas when you think about how easily it was to die back in the day. Yeah. If not from your environment because of the lack of sulfate drugs, right? Oh, no. They cancel culture was for real. When they oh. canceled you, I meant off the earth. Bro. Yeah. Niggas are shook today. There's no deal <laughs> per public profile. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas are shook today over <laughs> this. No. Think cancel about cancel culture was, then, was, son. Was, you got canceled. Your whole life subscription got canceled, son. Bruh. Yeah. Yeah. That's just... Who wants to play that game, bro? Humans have always been some harsh critics on other humans when you think about it, like the history of it. Like, oh. kind of just some mean motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Niggas was mad when books hit the streets. Really upset. Really sold on the clay tablets with the etchings and the hieroglyphics and the glyphs <laughs> on the caves. They was really sold on that. And I know this is our preferred medium. What the fuck is this? Got to turn shit with my hand? You know it's funny when you say that because that is how people be. Like, as soon as the new shit come out, people be like, no, but the old shit worked too. And it's like, yo, clay tablets probably did work. You know, you had to write a note, sit it in the sun for three days, let it dry out, mail it, hope it don't break by the time it get from this camel to the next camel to the next camel onto the town that you was trying to send it in. It's like, bro, let the technology evolve us. It's okay. Paper was good. You know, MP3s are great. You know, somebody asked me for a floppy disk yesterday. I don't, I don't know, I don't know where they came from. I mean, that's when you get out the floppy hand and smack the shit out of them. The fuck is your issue, sir? You have a floppy disk? Oh, the three and a half slap. <laughs> that's it. 
Yeah, it was so goofy. I was because yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, he was like, yeah, your room, uh, my roommate told me you do comedy, and I was like, yeah. I was like, I sent him, uh, I sent him one of my little videos or whatever. He was like, oh, you got a copy of it? I was like, yeah, I can send it to you. He was like, is it on the floppy? Are Nigga, no. Are you serious? Uh, do you have something that you can put a floppy disk in? Like, I don't, I don't know how that works, bro. <laughs> no, he did. It was a Packard Bell computer from 1991. What could you even plug yeah. that into? I, that's what I'm like. I don't think you can read the floppy anymore, bro. Like, that's... his nickname is Betamax. Yeah, that that Negro wasn't he wasn't fully evolved. Which you know, speaking of not fully evolved, how's the audience doing right now? You know what I'm saying? Because we know there's a lot of non fully evolved people listening to this, and we just hope that your lives are are great, even though you probably make the people around you shitty. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just a fact of life. And there's one of the things. Um, it kind of reminds me of, you know, we still get paper mail. See, we're nothing but a composite. So we have all of this technology. See, I talk back and forth to my truck. My truck talks to me. I talk to it. We respond to each other. We have great conversations with with one another. I tell oh, it to play some shit AI. and it just plays good. it. Yeah, it's fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. On the way home, and then you get home, and then you greet it with what? Mandatory chores. A chore foist upon you by medieval institutions. So we have all of this tech and this evolution on that side, but we and they haven't still send us like they're still sending us paper mail. Phone bills and bank bills Niggas and insurance bills. Do everything. Bro, I could with telekinesis send you money right now. Right, basically. He said with telekinesis. You're so silly. And you can <laughs> telekinesis some shit to my shit. I can look at my phone and my face can open it. But right. I get home after a nice conversation or chat with my truck. And I walk up, I take the elevator up, and I get to the crib, and I'm greeted with paper mail. Paper cuts. And paper cuts. <laughs> it's a permanent chore. I don't know if it's to remind you that there's still tomorrow to do. But I don't think yeah, that you get it home. should be illegal to mail paper to people unless it's a check. Why is spam? Like, unless you're mailing me a check, send me an email or a text. Unless it's a check, I don't want to fucking see it. And I've probably already seen it because you've probably already emailed me. And if it's really important, you're going to probably email me. Right. That's digital. Right. We don't need And if you paper. know me, you'll be able to send me a text alert. You know what's uh-huh. funny about this? Everyone hates paper so much that everyone pushes the paper off on, on the other people. Just stop using paper. Yeah, and you're they're mailing still it? down trees and shit. That's what's crazy. It's like that's the only way we could... cut down another tree for another piece of paper ever. And you be totally know okay. what that piece of paper's fate is? It's getting shredded to bits and thrown in the fucking trash so that you can repurpose it. It's like an animal. It like like it's like a monster you can't kill. Like you you watch anime. It's like a dude that you like 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 you thought you blew up. And the motherfucker pieces himself mm-hmm. back together and he's stronger than ever. This is what paper is to mm-hmm. me now. This is the boom, like this is the bane of our existence, is fucking mail. Paper mail. Well, you know, I think it's part of it is just the waste society. So for all the environmentalists out there listening, I think y'all enjoy this. I was watching um a video of like some company, I think it was on Blippy or something, but they was making like uh staffing poles, like wooden staffing poles, you know what I'm saying? Like these big 12 to 15 long poles. But they would take a whole tree log, like shave the top like broccoli, cut the roots off the bottom, and then they would put it in these two machines that was like rolling cylinders spinning against each other. And it would take this log that was probably, I don't know, two or three feet wide and then shrink it down to about, I don't know, six inches, seven inches thick. And then it would be like the pole. And I was like, damn, y'all just created a lot of shredded wood for no reason. Like. You couldn't make maybe five of these out of this one tree. You had to take a whole tree just to make one stick. Like, and, and the rest of it's just, I guess, going to be paper now. So they got to keep selling this paper because they keep having all this shredded wood shit. But it was, it was just like, it was an unnecessary use of the tree. It was it just felt totally wasteful watching this shit. And a lot of machine work. 
for one stick. This is one log to one stick. That was it. I was like, oh, that's fucking fantastic. Good job, guys, with your technology. <laughs> it's like, look, man, make a decision. Shut the fuck up about climate and whatnot. If you're not going to do anything about the mail on my table. Can't have it both ways. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And get rid of this mail on my table. This mandatory chore. I got to come home and shred stuff. Yeah. That would help, though, because you think it'd be less deliveries for the postman, which or postwoman, excuse me, post X. Is that the, we is that the gender? We're difference? not doing post any X. of that here, sir. We're not doing <laughs> any of that here, sir. Listenership, we're not doing any of that. But they, look, they took a whole Latino people who aren't even Latin because that's the language, but we'll leave that alone. But they, the Latino people was like, okay, if it's Latino with an O, that's the boys. If it's Latino, but that's the girls. And then all of a sudden in 2020, it was like, fuck y'all, it's X. I was just like, uh, okay. So it, does that apply across the board? That's all I was trying to figure out. Like it's now it's, it's not Congressmen, it's Congress X. Everybody's Malcolm X now. Well, they're definitely fans of uh, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, and uh, they have to be, bro. <laughs> like that's, they're all Muslims. That's they what immediately popped into my brain when I saw something X. I was like, "Oh, okay, Nation of, Nation of Islam is infiltrated." <laughs> the, Yo, they're doing good, huh? They expanded. The Spanish niggas. <laughs> okay, they've expanded. I thought that they were still out there. The fucking the bow ties and bean pies. You know what I'm saying? They moved into a whole new demographic. They gave up on niggas. Yeah. They're like, you know what? We're going to make a lateral move. They're like, the Catholics ain't doing enough with these people. So we'll we'll see what we can do. Let's see what we can get done here. Because one thing's yeah. for certain, no one on the planet of the earth works harder. So <laughs> let's see what we can do with our ex here. These niggas over here did nothing with the exes attached to their names. <laughs> <laughs> I thought X gave you power. These niggas are powerless still. Right. We're supposed to be the X-Men. We are the X-Men without the X. Bro, X as an He's EX. Regular man. Yeah, used to be dope. X. Man. <laughs> EX. That's, that shit, that's what they need to put. I'm telling you, man. Like, it's got to, like, that's got to be what, per I was really thinking about this long and hard about paper mail. I was like, look, that, it has to, it's got to be a physical metaphor. It's got to be there to remind you that there's still work left to do. But the fun mm -hmm. thing is like, let's make them think about tomorrow tonight. Because you don't see this shit until you get home. You ain't supposed to be thinking about tomorrow. You're supposed to be present. You're supposed to be where you at. You're supposed to be taking a load off, grabbing a nice right. peanut. Maybe a nice sock yeah. and some pineapple, but you can't. Like, I don't even check my email after four o'clock. I don't I'm like, fucking check. I'm not going to have to do it. I'm not doing this until tomorrow anyway. So it's I'll not check getting it done until tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So how dare you fucking remind me of today? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. The today to come. Think about the last time you actually got like a relevant piece of mail or how many times a month you get like a piece of mail. You're like, oh, shit. And I'm not talking about the Amazon packages we all order or mm -hmm. the FedEx stuff. I'm talking about like USPS mail, the shit that this, the spam of all the paperwork that they send us. Like, when is the last time you looked in your mailbox and you got excited? Like, oh, this is great. I needed this. No, this is America. We're real big on traditions. Spam is one of them. Spam is a fucking tradition here. They spam you in every possible way. People stand outside of grocery stores and spam you as you're walking in, spam you as you're coming out. They're sitting there spamming you. You can't even go shopping. You're supposed to be at ease when you go to the grocery store and get some things to feed your family. Spammed. Those are toll booths. You got to have a dollar in your pocket no matter what here. Spammed. Every moment of your life, spam. You know get what? home from work, spam some more. Oh, check your spam box. There's all kind of shit there, too. It's actually called spam. There's shit on the grocery store shelves called spam. We don't know what it is. Yeah. It's kind of like meat, but it's spam. Filipinas love spam. It's interesting when you talk about how every every aspect of life spam you, because it's like that's kind of true with billboards and stuff, which actually should make people respect comedians even more. Because we're the only ones that pretty much shut the fuck up until we're on stage in the audience that want to hear us talk, and then we talk our shit. 
But then that's the people. They're like, oh, they said this is offensive. It's like, yo, we didn't just put that billboard on the 580 while you was driving down the street just to put a thought into your head. We didn't spam a thought on the radio, like, just for you to listen. We're not T-Mobile just infiltrating your your dreams because you listened to 24 commercials yesterday for you know what i'm saying like but nobody gets mad at the people who's actually spamming them and controlling because those are forms of mind control to me it's like might be on the smallest scale it's not no mk ultra shit but it's still like if you play a commercial for me over and over in a day and i didn't invite that into my life you're just spamming my thoughts you're making me hear that repeat that feel those vibrations whether I chose to or not. And comedians don't fucking do that. Comedians don't even want to talk to most people unless they're on the mic. You know what I'm saying? But we're getting the most hell in this demographic, in this time in the world for talking shit. And that shit just don't even make sense, man. I don't want to sound like a kid. Like, it's not fair. Like, who cares? But it don't make any sense. You know? No, it doesn't make any sense. But they're the ones of a higher social order, in my opinion, who've been commissioned by the most high. To talk all of the shit that no one else can. And to make sense of all of the nonsense. That's literally their job. Literally their art. Literally their craft. And no one else would support that. And no one else is a fucking expert in that but them. So shut the entire fuck up with anything regarding something you know nothing about, but always appreciate when you hear it in the form of truth. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let that Not sit the, there and marinate. What's that scripture? The scripture says that I will use the fools to confine the wise. And that's, that's like, yeah, using like comedians to actually embody truth over the wisdom people, like, you know, the priests and the bishops and, you know, the T.D. Jakes, all the motherfuckers that everybody act like are so important and we should be listening to that has not helped improve this nation one itty-bitty millisecond or let alone an eon, you know what I'm saying? You think all these powerful people, all this wisdom, all this Deepak Chakra, Oprah, Dr. Oz, and man, Earth is shut, fucking shattered, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's like you said, it's going to take some truth tellers that's going to make you laugh and think. It's going to help maybe bring this shit back in order. And if they were doctors and what they had to say was truly medicine, don't you think that some niggas would be healed? Hmm. Listenership. Hmm. Think about that. Think about how ill most of the people you come across are clearly. We're talking to nothing but mental patients out here. And you might be one of them. And I'm praying for you too. Yeah, yeah. But we are in the land of mental patients. And all of that oh, goes yeah. unchecked. Everyone's worried about everything else, but they're still not even bad in the eye at the fact that it's 517 at the pump. And we're worried about the wrong fucking things. And again. And that's a hustle in itself. Mm-hmm. Like gas price per barrel isn't enough to justify um, the five dollars that we're paying. You know what I'm saying? Like people paying more to fill up a tank than it would cost you to buy a barrel. You remember when you and I were living in Mexico with our senora, right? In uh, Michoacan. Mm-hmm. You and I used to make a habit of watching the news to watch what America was doing around the world and with OPEC and the the barrel uh, prices of oil, of crude, every day. Mm-hmm. I remember those prices, 76 bucks, 80 yeah, it's bucks. It's $70.44 right now. It was higher back then, man. Yeah, and we were paying less for gas. It was about $100 a barrel, 110 bucks. On average, it was about 100 plus. Yep, I remember that. And even at 100 plus, we were paying like $4 a gallon. So I'm like, at $70 for a barrel, well, if I got a 12-gallon tank, I'm paying... 60 70 bucks right now with these current gas prices we're like, all paying for a barrel of gas per fill up yep yep so now this is all pimping once you get the people accustomed to not nah, this is just life then it is that's just what life trying to do that's yeah. what they're trying to do they're trying to program us in every facet of our lives they're trying to get because it doesn't take terrible amount of time to form a habit and that just becoming your behavior and that becoming your belief system and this becoming the system of control, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they've used this time of terror 
and fears and uncertainties and making you powerless, taking your jobs and that sort of thing, making it difficult to get one or discouraging you, discouraging people from even wanting to get one. Like, is it even worth it? Cause I'm a burly break even if I drive to work. Cause I live 20 miles away. It's a lot of people that's going through that right now. And they're going through that right now. There was a time in my life when my job was kind of far away and it didn't pay enough for me to justify even leaving to go. Yeah, might as well stay at home and just be hungry for I was, for $10 to eat. I was like, let me figure something out because I'm spending dinner and lunch to get to work and back and sitting in traffic and the time I could be doing, you know, using to do other things, I'm spending doing that when I can actually be looking for a better opportunity, something closer, more local. Like, you shouldn't have to make, people shouldn't have to be making these decisions in this motherfucking country, in this place. No, we in a third world country. That's the that's the best thing I can say. And yesterday I was reading the New York Times and there was a couple of different articles talking about how we're on the verge of civil war. One of them was saying that civil wars inimitate within the next five years. Another one was talking about it from this abortion perspective, whatever. And I was just like, maybe I've been living in California too long. I was like, who the fuck is ready to fight? I don't see people that's ready to fight each other. I see people that are depressed. I see people that are fucked up. I see people that are confused. I don't see a bunch of warriors or whatever. There might be some scared motherfuckers with guns, but that don't mean that they warriors. And I just feel like we just in a weird, weird place right now. It's like, it's worse than a third world country. Third world countries growing up, you make the way they made us imagine they were just like poor, right? It's like, oh, you're too poor to to eat food every day or something. So you might have the big belly and get the flies around your belly and your eyes and shit. But I'm like, niggas is pouring the spirit right now. They pouring the mind. They pouring hope. They pouring joy. And I think that's created its own form of suffering. That's also allowed us to just live in this. $15 an hour minimum wage while rent, at least in California right now, is like $3,000 for one bedroom if you're trying to get an apartment right now. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of, everything's just off, you know. But uh, look, for those listening, I blame Hillary Clinton. I'm going to just say that. I remember in 2007 when she was pushing that $7 an hour minimum wage shit. And I was like, who the fuck wants to live on minimum wage? Like, I remember my grandma bragging about making $35, $40 an hour in the 80s. And you bragging about $7 an hour? Like, bitch, who are you talking to? Like, so I think they, they've been creating this level of poverty for at least the last 15, 20 years. And now we're here. You know, it's manifested, it's grown. And now we're getting the fruit of all of the poverty that they wanted people to live on. Minimum wage, fucking non-affordable, affordable housing, and, you know, tech taking over a lot of the basic day-to-day jobs and just a destruction of, like, peace and civil society all at the same time. And now they want us to go to war. And I think they're trying to shape an argument for us to go to war. And I don't know if people want that, but some people are buying into it, you know? It's just weird, bro. It's, it's weird. It's like the worst. What they say, there were six iterations of the Matrix. Neo destroyed the seventh one. We in the eighth one. This bitch sucks. Like, at least take us back to the seventh one. Like, that 90s Matrix, that was cool. We had good hip-hop and Fresh Prince. Will Smith was happy with Jada back then. You know, it was just a better better life, you know? In this version of the Matrix, Will Smith and Jada not even getting along. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> we had a lot of good shit to balance out the uh, the bad shit, the terrible shit. Like, there was yeah. O.J. Simpson, but we also had Captain Planet in the morning. And, yeah, Tom and, and Chuck Jerry, Norris. And we had Chuck Norris. We had Walker, Texas Ranger. We had motherfucking SpongeBob SquarePants. We had Rocket Lee. Uh, we had Rocket Power. We had Our Real Monsters. We had Nickelodeon. We had My Cousin right. Skeeter. We had Family Matters and and all we, of that shit. We it had Rock, the not the Rock. Life. We had Rock. Charles right. S. Dutton Rock. Right. We had Berenstain Bears, bro. Negroes don't know nothing about Berenstain Bears. They transformed bears, that man. shit into the uh, shit. The Bernstein Bears, but then it was like, yeah, you've been living a lie this whole time, your entire life. It's absolutely the Burgersdorf Bears or some shit. The oh, Mandela yeah. Effect type shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, y'all niggas I'm is playing. This is more of that. This is what you're talking about. This is more of that. Dream weaving. It's the eighth iteration of the Matrix. Because bro, people, they, they understand that the human beings, like at least Americans, they have this institutionalized amnesia. They forget about things immediately. Niggas just forgot about the fact that we just were engulfed in riots during the pandemic. We're still in the pandemic. Niggas still just forgot what we just had gone through when George Floyd got murked, right? So 
if they can forget that quickly, they damn sure don't remember their childhoods. They damn sure don't remember every day of their lives getting the Bernstein Bears read to them and understanding that it was what it was. But I'm telling you, right. <laughs> with technology, right. with face swap technology, you don't think that they can rearrange a couple of letters and make it seem as though and and they could if they can remove and scrub people from the face of the earth, you don't think that they can just take it to the internet real quick and really swiftly change it from Bernstein Bears to Bernstein Bears and just just right. kind of tweet this and that just to suit a narrative to make it to make you so unsure of yourself, so uncertain of yourself and therefore uncertain and unsure of everything in your life. Just make you feel it seems like a campaign of insecurity, right? Bruh, between what you just said, Donald Trump actually winning president in the last decade and the United States of America, at one point, the number one world superpower, and I'm talking about from a military perspective, basically making the largest nonprofit donation of weapons of mass destruction to the Taliban that we've been fighting since you and I were 13 years old. Um, yeah, anything anything's possible, bro. Like, tell me that the Little Mermaid's real and she's actually Queen Elizabeth and they're, she's going to re-manifest and, and be queen of the earth tomorrow. And I'll be like, why the fuck not? That's great. I'm just over here growing tomatoes trying to make people laugh. Don't mind me. Like, <laughs> Listen to shit. That's all yeah. we're trying to do is grow tomatoes <laughs> and just make niggas laugh. That's it. That's There's it. never been a more serious time. No one has a sense of humor. So much of this flies over people's heads. So many people have been programmed. What's up, baby? Hi, Kobo. How you feeling, my brother? No, baby, had COVID and popped up from the dream world. He was like, Bernstein Bears, hold up. I want to participate. He thought he was reading a book or something. Mm -hmm. You frown on that, but, boy. But yeah, bro, it's, oh. it's just a weird, weird, I mean, I really think we're in the Matrix. Like, if, And you can't tell me now with this new Metaverse thing. Okay, maybe that was an enlightening thought. Thank you, baby, Hakobo. So you remove uh, the baby fingers from the soundboard. <laughs> But we do it's appreciate like, your contribution. We do appreciate the contribution. That was kind of on time. But it's like with this new metaverse that they're doing on Facebook and then how I'm still trying to understand what that is and how they're incorporating other companies into the metaverse. And I don't know if you heard, but they actually, or maybe you was want to talk to me about it, but they're actually incorporating like this internet rent, like where you can buy a house on the internet and pay rent and people, I guess, can visit you in your internet house and and it's spinning off this NFT world. I mean, we're just entering a very weird, I feel like I'm going to be the only nigga literally walking around just holding my balls like a regular motherfucker in the future. Everybody else had their hands on their phones. Well, JC. I'm going to be like looking like Michael Jackson, like a human. JC, niggas is living <laughs> rent-free. Niggas is living rent-free in niggas' heads anyways, so... It makes sense that, they, you know, like they're, sell, like they're making niggas pay internet rent now or going to be. And then this metaverse, no, the, I mean, that's a part of Lex Luthor's whole scheme. I don't know what he's got planned, but it's damn sure not for the good of humanity. You know what I'm saying? Because if this. If there's a real Lex Luthor, it's probably Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I mean, he's already sown, hit with his technology, I should say, sown the seeds of discord because everyone now is posing arguments and living in a world that no one else is aware of because by design that technology is designed to create a composite of the human being that it thinks that you are per your behaviors but their behaviors are influenced by how the algorithm gets you to behave because they need you to get to they need to get you to behave a certain way because you are the product and you're being sold to advertisers so that's the that's you just Talk to, you just basically t described the formula for like creating an avatar for the matrix, right? Yeah. Like based on this personality that they're conforming out of, of, out of your internet searches or whatever, whatever. So then you add that on top of, they get these apps now where you, every time you show yourself on the camera, before you even put a filter on it, it already has contorted your face to make you quote unquote more beautiful than you actually look. TikTok so now does you're creating that. a new self image. TikTok does do that. I think they were one of the first ones to do that. And yet. they're so now they do it by like three percent at a time to thirteen percent. And so that's going to condition people to never be satisfied with the way that they look at themselves in the fucking mirror. 
Imagine. They won't even look in the mirror though anymore. It's going to be a world where people only look at themselves in the camera so they can only see their internet face that's now on top of their internet avatar that's living in their internet house that they're paying rent for so they can be stunting on other niggas on their internet block. And I'm just like, okay, so can we just put all y'all in like a pod in real life, like in one, like in the, the uh, World Trade Center in New York, so y'all can all live in your internet world, and then we just have the Earth back for like real niggas and regular humans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there will be so much space on Earth at that point because that island is going to be chock full of lost souls. You see what I'm saying? It's so yeah, ubiquitous. I just said, but we point. have to separate them too, so they can't re-enter the real world. Because I don't think that would be safe for the rest of us if they didn't step out their internet life and they come see us gardening and sweating and shit. I don't think they'll be able to handle it. So I think some people got to be left in the matrix. People would rather be there, though. You see what I'm saying? Like, think about how big a loser so many people feel. Like, everything reinforces the way they feel about themselves. Then it gets augmented. Anything. Mm -hmm. And that's how the algorithms work. Everything is, like, augmented and fed back to them. So they have a negative feedback loop. And since they have a negative feedback loop, everything that they believe gets fed back to them. It increases their confirmatory bias, confirmation bias. And it further solidifies what they believe to be real. You see what I'm saying? No matter how unreal it might be. So everyone's in front of someone. And if they're in front of someone, they're having a conversation, but they're not. They're having a series of monologues. Someone's monologuing at someone and I'm, mon- and I'm monologuing at them. And it's based that is on hilarious. Yeah. No one's having dialogue. They're having monologues right, with right. each other. They're just standing in right. the same space. Their worlds are different right. because their worlds are digital. Right. So even when they convene in us in the same kind of physical space, they're not there. They're not at the same place at the same time based on the same histories, based on the same narratives and the same stories. Because of this machine, their drug, their phone with the app on there that cultivates their personality. They don't have true personalities of their own. They've had their minds and spirits terraformed by organizations that know them better than they know themselves. That's how good they've got with people. They've gotten so good at people that they build people Mm -hmm. now. They construct people now. And and this is causing people to destroy people now because they're destroying themselves. Well, and it makes people for two a couple things too off of that. It makes people both be quiet, which I think is already a subconscious form of tyranny to have a society that's quiet, right? Just don't say nothing, don't be loud in public, don't express yourself, right? And they've been able to do it through public manipulation of our phones right so now Mm -hmm. we're all looking down at our phones we're just naturally quiet we're naturally not engaging with one another we're naturally not having the random magic of human connections and conversations right and 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 i think that's purposeful right to quiet society Mm -hmm. but i think it's also uh, a way to like make that so normal that then when the artist, the true artist who can't help but just be like, I need to express myself. Yeah, What are y'all doing? Let's get together. Let's throw a party. Listen to me. Look at me. Let's dance. I got big nipples. Whatever it is, right? It's not happening. Um, and I think they can, they can use that against art and artistry in the long term. And I don't think we want that society. I think we want a society that's that is loud and that is free and that is expressive. Like, like I want society to, at the end of the day, be the equivalent to the free to titty campaign. I want everybody to be feel that free in their life to express themselves. Like, have your titties out or don't have your titties out. That's your, that's your uh, prerogative. But we should feel like we can all have our titties out. I agree with you. And do you know what I feel when it comes to that, that point that you made is interesting? I don't necessarily believe that people are quiet because they are trying to be contrite or that sort of thing. Because you feel the tension in the air. You feel the energy. You feel and see and sense the misery, right? Mm -hmm. Remember, these individuals, more often than not, high chance, strong chance, they are subscribed to the same systems of control that most of the population is at this point. And they're simply exhausted 
think about how they spend their energy. We only have a finite amount. Mm-hmm. We're only people. We're only humans. They spend so much of that bad, having battle royales and groups and on next door. They're terrified of their uh, the neighborhood apps. So they be debating on that fucking thing. Then they're debating on YouTube comment sections. Then they're, they're fucking debating on Facebook because people live their entire lives on that thing. Then they're debating on Instagram. Then they're on Snapchat. A little bit on Snapchat. Then they're on TikTok. They're exhausted by the time you see them in real physical and in, in the the physical sphere, the real earth. Mm-hmm. They're exhausted. The, by the time you see a person, they're exhausted. Yeah, they're, they're tired. They're uh So by the time mm-hmm. they see a physical representation of an opportunity to be a human, that's their chance to be a human. They weren't being mm-hmm. a person when they're on the fucking internet battling this avatar profile. You're arguing with pictures when you really think about it. Even mm-hmm. fucking dating. You're talking to pictures. Well, and you don't get any energy back from that, right? There's so none. But the human connection, I might pour in 85% of my energy at that moment, but I might get that times two back depending on who I'm engaging with, right? They're going to take my energy and throw it right back at me with a mix of their energy and their power. And so now we're playing ping pong with the energy. So we're both actually feeding off of it as much as we are maybe getting quote unquote exhausted. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like, I'm tired, but I'm full. The internet don't allow you to do that. You're just giving. You don't get anything back. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's something that I think we need to, we all need to take a break. We need to do like a mental hiatus. We should, I don't know if we should like have a, as a society, take a week off the internet or we just everybody for uh, every day, just for three hours a day, just be like, fuck the internet. You know what I'm saying? Our own individual lives and try to engage people more, but it's a multitude. we'll figure it out. It, you know what, man? It's a multitude of things. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna call the elephant in the room and elephant in the room. It's fucking huge. Um, Dicks need to be sucked. Pussy need to be pummeled. This is something that we must do. It's one yeah. of the things that we must do. Call me crass. Call me crude. I'll die on that hill. You hear me? Listenership. Well, look, People ain't getting I fucked think, enough. It ain't fucking enough for one. Go yeah, on. And for the sake of building your neck muscles, men and women, Precisely. we should all be providing more fellatio. Precisely. Men. Put your head in the pussy mm-hmm. and rub it around and mm-hmm. lick it up and down and mm-hmm. go back and forth mm-hmm. and then, and gotta build up your neck muscles and make sure you don't have an old wrinkly neck by the time you get older. And women pretty much do the same thing. And <laughs> yeah, you know we all stay looking good for longer. That's, and that's, that's and one look, of the things about life. And right? look, listenership, <laughs> listen to us, okay? You can call it what you want. I know it's crass and crude. Horizontal calisthenics. We'll call it that. Horizontal like calisthenics. The HCs. Get your HCs on. Horizontal calisthenics. And you can see horizontal calisthenics on the next hoodie coming from the I Mean Podcast. You, you most. You, hey, <laughs> listenership, you can bet your bottom fucking dollar that these hoodies are going to fly off of these shelves. And we're going to let you know when they become available. And uh, look. We're here now. Like, isn't this a beautiful space? Like, we're about combined about 130 pods, 130 podcast episodes, Easy. something like I'm that. Crazy. And I know you guys are like, look, how can we? We're waiting on you on to get to this next level so we can fucking invest in this shit further. Well, here it is, baby. Here it is. And I just want to say, look, man, just keep it positive and keep the bullshit the fuck from around you and yours. And only surround yourself with motherfuckers who ain't on some bullshit. Because really... Hmm. I mean, ultimately, laughter is still the best medicine when you think about it. So you got to take a lot of this shit with a grain of salt and also not fill up on sodium. Health is wealth, baby. (laughs) That is a nigga that will fuck you with a condom on and then have the condom off by the time he orgasm in you. That is Trevante Q. Water. He said, take it with a grain of salt. But don't fill up on too much sodium. You got to watch a nigga that got a slick tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just hear the little medieval laugh he put out? Demon emoji. (laughs) Look, man. That is hilarious. (laughs) Hey, what y'all don't know is Trevante been back on the prowl, getting it in in the streets of Los Angeles. Oh, man. So 
You might catch him at a club near you. You ain't about to catch this nigga at no club. You kidding me? <laughs> ain't club since I was 11. What you talking about the club? Who's clubbing? Listen to shit. You better not be fucking clubbing out there. I, I'll be a, I'll, I'll be so damn ashamed of you. You better not be in no damn club. The only thing people look, don't have to go to the club no more. Damn, nigga, the, club is, the club is so corny, bro. Like, hey, look, the only club you need to have is a sandwich, nigga. Who is at damn. the club? Where are people dancing? Man, See, ho- this is that hopefully, quiet society. Shit. Look, you know what? We're in the pandemic. At least in your underwear in the kitchen. Find your joy. I mean, Find your joy. That's a joyous moment. On some Miss Doubtfire we've type shit. Always done. Yeah, that. or new completely. People need to be able to dance in their underwear with other people dancing in their underwear, like we used to do with the club. That's what you the go fuck to the I was club talking about earlier. People women fucking. only got on lingerie and heels. That's what I recommend. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. That's what I'm it was like, oh, I'm seeing all this ass and titties for free. For free. There's old men paying for the same shit I'm looking at right now just because we at the club. My you brother, that's saying? another caveat, my guy. You yeah, you mentioned it. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Motherfuckers is paying for that. <laughs> like, people our age and shit. Like, young dudes. Fucking losers, fam. Better not be none of my listenership. Go out and get that shit. Get your spear, get your knife, sharpen your skills, bring the tools. It's it's too much play out here to have to pay. It's way too much play to not. Come on, fam. For my future sons listening to this, it's always going to be on earth. Too much play to have to pay. Just know that. Way too much pay. Come on. We (laughs) we don't do this. Do you understand, listenership? Yeah. We don't do that. Future son, we don't do that. Do you we hear me? Yeah, look, we don't do that. We don't. You do can see that. that on the Jazzy Comedy Show hoodie and I Mean Podcast hoodie. We don't do that. Look, man, <laughs> we about to slay these. Man, listen, <laughs> El Salvador, Dublin, hoodies is coming. Germany, hoodies, hoodies is coming. Honduras, right, so our French, our French niggas who don't want to wear clothes, y'all can just wear our hoodies, and you know, you only have to wear a bra under it, sisters. Hey, just a Let hoodie and free the titty under the hoodie. Just a hoodie you know and the titties saying? and the wee wee. Wee wee. The hoodies and titties and wee wee. We know what kind of people you like to sleep with. Okay, Shivanti just you know confessed some shit on the middle on our like hundredth podcast. That was that was great. No, that's literally their language that they speak. <laughs> it's yes yes, but uh, oh, yeah. the more uh, you know, you but- fucking. Dick. Hey, that brings a full I'm circle. There's <laughs> <laughs> levels to this shit, nigga. <laughs> that was great. Hey. I'm not that smart. I don't speak two languages. Um, so you got to pause that shit in English. You know what I'm saying? That's you really I'm do. Saying. Like, look, man, when you speak into a, just a monolingual ass nigga, you got to pause it because you just going to, you gay immediately as soon as you say we, we. <laughs> And it ain't nothing wrong with you being gay, but you just need to clarify that shit. You just say, I want the titties and the wee-wee. Well, let me clarify again. I'm not, but I appreciate where you went with it. <laughs> just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Ladies, call me. Look, right. He gonna have the, uh, the T and the LGBTQ calling him, too. He gonna be like, I heard you was on the... He gonna be like, nah, I, I was speaking French. He gonna be like, wee-wee, motherfucker. <laughs> Rejection hotline. And you remember when they had that shit? Hell yeah. Did you use it? Numbers? Did you use it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I use that. Girls all the time. Oh, bro. man. Hell yeah. See, that's what niggas don't remember. Like, that's the thing. When, niggas acting like, oh, women, I can't even get a girl. Like, nigga, we used to give girls the fake numbers because it was too many of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was, right. <laughs> hey, again, bro, this topsy-turvy matrix world, everything's the opposite. Bruh. Niggas is... Yeah. Niggas is bitches. You bitches like, and niggas. I gave her the rejection hotline number, bro. Oh my gosh. I used to give her rejection hotline. shoes look terrible, bro. I'm giving her the rejection hotline number. Think about the mindset change and how quickly the whole mind and mentality can get usurped. <laughs> it's completely the opposite. We used to give chicks rejection hotline numbers. You kidding me? They fucked the marketplace up, bro. Souls are gone. They done turned the game. The lambs, lions have become lambs. Women got men thinking Mm -hmm. that pussy is more valuable than dick. Mm. That that's the problem. I think a comedian said that. I can't remember who said it, but that's truly. It was this was said like ten, fifteen years ago, but it Mm. is as true today as it was then. 
And so men are like, I'll do anything for you. And women used to be like, I'll do anything for you. I'm just saying either reverse the balance or find the balance. But this shit ain't working. Because society said. So the women ain't even happy being alpha males. You know what I'm saying? Like women, that's the question. Email me at the Jazzy Comedy Show at gmail.com for real. Are y'all happy having your own jobs, having your own cars, paying for your own mortgages? And then just having a nigga around. Like, you being an alpha male and him being the beta bitch. I'm just trying to figure out, does that make you happy? If so, call me so you can pay some of my bills, too. But truly, I want to figure this shit out. Like, is it working for society or is that part of the levels of depression that women are having to pay their own bills, pay their own mortgages, work their own jobs, and then still got to go hustle some dick up? Feels like they were doing too much work. Back in the day, they just had to go get dick. This Be is pretty and get some dick. This is the difference between an old natural diet, you know, us functioning the way that we were designed to, and then uh, doing everything the opposite and having a shitty fucking diet full of Mountain Dew and bullshit. This is the shitty diet. Everyone's fucking sick. Everyone's fucking sick. Yeah. No one's fucking happy. The women clearly aren't fucking happy. I hear it all the time. They're like, where are the fucking yeah. dudes at? And they're like, well, you've been convinced to think that those are real fucking dudes. And so you're after those fucking dudes and they're fucking losers. And so you feel like I'm fucking with nothing but losers. And then you're like, ah, <laughs> I feel like. And I think our women got tricked too, because they didn't, th- they weren't told they can multitask growing up. They was like, you got to go to school. You got to get educated. You got to go out and get a good job. So especially black women, they're like super fucking successful. Number one graduates in the country. They get all the jobs. They got money coming in and all that. But then it was like, you could have been multitasking in a relationship and maybe, maybe it's just fucked up. I don't know. It just feels like we in a depressed society where people ain't having sex and we ain't been focused on the relationship building aspect of life. Everybody been on some different shit, you know, mm-hmm. but they gonna have to catch all that in part two. You know what I'm saying? Part two, baby. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, hell, later on this week. Yeah, yeah, that's all good. All right, ladies and gents. Um, JC has a uh, a show this evening. If anyone's in the L.A. area um, and it's not fucking pouring out there, pull up and see my brother go on a little show. Starts at 7 at the Sunset Grill. It starts at 9, but there is an all-female comic lineup at 7 p.m. hosted by my homegirl, the official Cassie from the Crazy Rich Asian, Crazy Broke Asian crew. Y'all check her out. She hella funny beautiful and yeah she's hosting comedy shows like all over la this week so she got like five or six shows but we're hosting the 9 p.m show tonight all right y'all be good in the uh age of omicron they pick some shit that sounds like a decepticon from the transformers and shit but so fucking be it uh get your fuck on get your love on this nigga is nuts i know i get it honest you know my family i had no choice bruh you got to patent that Asia Omicron shit, though, because you're the first one I heard say that. And I know it's going to be everywhere in, like, two weeks, but you were the first person I've heard say that. Not the news, not nobody. Javante Water made that shit up. Asia Omicron. Baby. It's just a follow-up to the Avengers uh, Age of Ultron. I mean, of course, the Age of Omicron was going to be upon us, and here it is. But we about to plow through that, bitch. And with that shit, JC. Like a fat bitch. No, I'm just playing. Trevante versus Trevante. We out this bitch, y'all. We're going to play us out. Love y'all. Here we go. Separation of sheep and the goats because it's clearly a separation of both. I'm a lion. I'm going to eat all y'all motherfuckers. Billy Z. Mark Hami. Yes, yes, all the stones on my neck are visibly set, yeah, visibly upset. All this civil unrest, I'm physically distressed, call it how it is. Now what's politically correct, say it with my chest, three words, liberty and death regardless. Which party jacket and give it context? Shit weak, making their critiques from an armrest. Make a movie on my life, that's on set. Whole lot of blue and red without an S on chest, who on this? Separation of the sheep and the boys. The book of revelations on the seed and the roars. I booked the reservations on the beach and the poor black things separation of the sheep and the boys separation of the sheep and the boys that's the book of revelations on the seat and the walls i booked the reservations on the beach and the poor black things separation of the sheep and the gourds it's looking cloudy with a chance of meatballs i keep sauce and we got enough in there to make the dinner three course see loss and remorse in your eyes i read thoughts for the guillotine swinging i 
knocked the head clean off When I shook your hand, I knew that you were soft You out here getting left on scene, dogs. You're not on the scene, dog. It don't matter if you style a southpaw Frontin' like some violent outlaw You smiles and south star And Billy Finley, the game exactly how he came in See how they look later for being slow on my payment Waving at my arraignment, screaming All us blacks got it sports and entertainment Until we even, demon You getting all this demon Till these crackers decide I did something that's worthy and redeeming Where I'm from, you won if you had your freedom Getting 25 was only lifetime achievement Dealt with bereavement The pavement of my mind dry long before you could write anything in the cement See what I've seen, you be slumped up in the alley I'll hear you lucky if you're not a junkie or alky Perfect strangers, no balky Smoke you like Korean barbecue, you know where the cow be So holla at me if you want the throne back Not bad for some gibberish and monotone rap Separation of the sheep and the boys Let's make revelations on the seed dinner